Hello, JCI USA. This is National Membership Development Director Emily Knock, and you are listening to Howl Time, the official podcast of the JCI USA Wolfpack. Now, as you all know, being part of JCI means that we are part of an international organization so that the impact that we create, the friendships that we make, and the network that we form is not just limited to our local community. It's not even just limited to the state that you're in or even to our country. It's international, so it's the entire world. The opportunities that this presents for us are endless, and they're things that you are going to not find with some of our competing organizations. Last week at our national convention in Indianapolis, I had the chance to sit down with one of our neighbors to the north, JCI Canada National President, Crispin Bonnamly. National President Crispin, thank you so much for joining us today. Glad to be here. Just finished a wonderful uh, time with our friends in JCI USA. Yeah, we're so happy to have you here for our national convention. Uh, we're actually in Indianapolis right now, just wrapped the weekend up. And what a lot of people out there might not know is that we are an international organization. And of course, our closest neighbors, Canada, uh, are the closest other national organization to us. Um, so Crispin is here to tell us a little bit about the international front and how things are in Canada. That's right. So JCI was founded, of course, we know in St. Louis, and it took a few years to creep north of the border to Canada. So we we're the first uh, organization outside of the United States. From there, we've gone north and then we've gone east and west, just as the movement moved in uh, America. With that, we are the Global Network and we have cities all over the world. And I encourage you to learn more about us being a global network of young active citizens. So now with you personally, how did you come to the JCs? I came to the JCs. Uh, I knew a few people that were involved in them. I knew about it, but what really came down is they came to me as a sponsor. So I worked for a transportation company. They needed a shuttle uh, service for a big event that they were holding. Said, can you help us out? Great exposure and you're helping out the project. That's awesome. And so then you moved up in the organization, obviously. Um, you're now national president. Um, what number is you, your presidency in Canada? I'm the 84th national president. 84th. So just a couple years, not too many years less than us. So you guys have been around a pretty long time as well. Um, and being up at this level and, and obviously traveling to other countries, how has that impacted you as an individual? It has given me people in different countries, different perspectives, but it's really knowing what people are doing to make improvements in their community, what they're doing for their own skills development in another country, and trying to connect people with other people that may be able to help. Building that network is able to help somebody maybe in Maryland know what's going on in another country in Malaysia. I saw a project there, I can point that out and say, they're doing the same thing, give it a try. And there's so many benefits to expanding your network, and that's one of the great things that we have in the JCs, where it's not just the local community, it's not just your state or your, your country, it's international. It is. So a lot of times cities, municipalities will have a, a sister city, a twin city in another country. So especially in our larger cities, uh, metropolitan areas, take a look and find out if your city has a twin in another country, and maybe then look and see if there is a chapter in that city great way to reach out. Fantastic. And there's a couple international events that are coming up too. Um, we've got the Conference of the Americas. 
which is in Argentina this year? That's right. It's going to be in Mendoza, Argentina from the 14th to the 19th. And that is in Mendoza, Argentina in the wine region, the mountain region of uh, Argentina. So it's a great place where all different 24 countries in the Americas. So we do have quite a few uh, where you'll be there to share in the fellowship that you're going to see uh, like no other uh, area because of the, the North and South American cultures. And then coming up in November, we'll have World Congress, which will be the entire world. <laughs> That's right. So World Congress is going to take place this year from the uh, the 5th to 10th of November, and that's in Tallinn, Estonia. So uh, if you need to get out your globe, that's okay. Uh, look for Finland and just go across. It is a one-hour ferry ride or about a 15-minute flight. Great, and that, those registrations are both still open. Registrations are open, uh, going on right now, and uh, you're still in the, in the early times for both of those. Going to an international event is going to change your life. You're going to be able to see how your local chapter fits in across there. You're going to make friends from all different uh, corners and uh, carry on those friendships uh, beyond. And I know on the, the national level in America that we see when we get someone out to a national conference, that that drastically increases the rate of them staying with the organization. So I can only imagine the effect of going to an international congress. So we actually know how much that is, and we can track those members that have attended World uh, Congress because you register through jci.cc to get the member rate. And that we know that the average lifetime of a, of a member worldwide is around two years being a member. Whether that they started late, they've changed things around, if you attend an international event, the average life of that career is seven years as a member. So it just shows you what an impact going to one of these events does to you as an individual. So now I've never been to an international event. This will actually be my first one in Estonia this year. So I'm extremely excited because I've heard so many wonderful things. Um, tell me a little bit about the experience, like what you can expect from going to one of these events. That's right. So my first international event, I've only been a member for about seven years and was in Quebec City, so my home country of Canada. And there you're going to begin with a great opening ceremonies. Go if you're a first-timer, go to the first-timers uh, orientation. You're again going to see all the different countries' flags, see just how global an organization. There are 5,000 local organizations, about 110 countries that we have. You'll then be able to participate in training. You'll be able to uh, learn about the actual organization, how we are operating as your chief delegates, as uh, Trisha Beanie and myself, we're going to be representing our countries and forming next year's ideas for how to move forward this organization. Fantastic. So it sounds like an event that people definitely do not want to miss. You do not want to miss that. That's uh, a lot of excitement. There is an event called Global Village. So imagine doing a night where you can walk the streets of an entire uh, entire planet, really, and you can visit. Each country will have a booth that's going to share uh, the food, the culture, the drinks of their area, and you're going to have a great time. Japan puts on a Japan night. The host nation puts on a night to showcase their culture. It's a great experience to get everything in one place. Now, for those that can't make it to an international event, maybe, but they still want to get some of that international exposure, are there opportunities for them to say, come visit our neighbors in Canada? 
That's right. So we have chapters from coast to coast to coast. So whether you're on the West Coast in British Columbia or Vancouver and in the mountain region, we have chapters in the middle. So that would be north of uh, Minnesota, north of the Dakotas. We also have chapters that are surrounding the Great Lakes. So we're not too far there. Get a chance to visit internationally. The friendships you're going to make are going to last like forever. We have a special event that's called Amarada that takes place the first weekend after Labor Day. And that's the second longest international event in JCI. What Amarada is, is a fellowship event that uh, brings people from both Canada and the US together through games, through friendship. And one of the reasons it began is to share the ideas of what's going on in your locals, giving the best ideas, bring that forward and take it back to your area. Sounds amazing. You said that's coming up in September? Yeah, that's going to come up in September. It's going to be in the Niagara Falls area, so right close on the border. And is that open to all JCs in the all U.S. and JCs Canada? All JCs in the U.S. and Canada. That sounds amazing. So. Our national conference takes place just after that. We made sure it doesn't conflict with your conference in Texas. That's going to be from the 11th to the 15th, and that's going to take place in Vernon, British Columbia. Now, what if we have a chapter that just wants to visit one of your chapters and just see how you guys do it in Canada and what the similarities are? Or do, do yeah. you guys do that a lot? Do you, do you jump across the border? We we have people traveling from around the world, and the best way to contact is to contact us um, through our social media. Is probably a good place to start. You can send a message on, for example, Facebook to uh, send a message to our JCI Canada page. We'll try and uh, let you know if there's a chapter in that area. And you can do some traveling and, and, uh, and visit and see what it's like in their city, learn more. I've done that, whether it be trips to, to Michigan, to New York, and in other, uh, in other countries, I've actually uh, visited with members from that country while I was on vacation. I know you have the, the Amarada Fellowship event that you talked about that both countries team up on, but have you ever had projects that chapters from each country work together on to create a larger impact? We're working on one right now in the Niagara region, and that's going to take both sides of the river. World Cleanup Day is there, so we're going to take our shared border, our shared river, with one side and the other, and what we're going to do is we're going to do a project the same day. We're going to send some members from U.S. into Canada, and some Canadian members are going to go over and participate there. So you're both doing the same event, and you're sharing that same experience. That's great. And I think it really kind of adds kind of a status factor to a chapter when they're like, hey, we're doing this event with another country. We're doing this internationally. I mean, That's right. And uh, there are twinning projects that are happening. So part of the JCI experience is we do want to increase that uh, exposure to bringing people from country to country, from city to city together, from chapter to chapter level and individuals. And the official twinning program is a agreement that takes place either at a national level between nation and nation, or for an example, would happen between two different cities. And that says that you're going to share what is going on in your chapters, share the success. I wanna tell you another part, which is about what JCI Montreal just did. JCI Montreal, they said, maybe we can't travel across the ocean being one of our few French language speaking uh, chapters. So if you have members that want to practice their French, give Montreal a call. They were able to set up a uh, joint session where members in one room, a dozen people in Montreal and a dozen people over in Morocco, they were able to sit and talk to each other, computer to computer, basically a web chat, but they brought people in the rooms, sharing those ideas. What's successful? What are the needs of your community? How can we help back and forth? What can we share? 
That's amazing. And so with twinning, it's kind of like having almost like a sister city type situation. City. I, there, there's a formal agreement you mentioned for so it. That's right. That would take place at one of the area conferences or the world conferences. You'd want to let uh, the um, your national president know that you want to do this. We'll put in the paperwork for you. So either uh, through national president uh, Tricia or myself, we'll make that connection and we'll make sure that it happens, a formal agreement, and it's signed again uh, through the organization, just making sure you have that bond. And if there's a chapter that wants to do one, maybe they're looking for one close by, like in Canada, say, um, if they were looking for a chapter that would align more with their interests, would that be something they could say contact you or somebody on your board to discuss? Yeah, our national team is always willing and open. We actually had our uh, national president, myself, and our deputy president, uh, Stefan, we came here because we wanted to share uh, to see what our friends were doing here, bring ideas back and forth. That's great. And I've had the opportunity to meet you at a few JCI events. Uh, I think in the Eastern Institute, you've come to a couple of our meetings. Uh, you were at Leadership uh, Training University this year. So th this is, you've come over here quite a bit. I think you're almost a U.S. Uh, JC. Yeah, there's been four different, uh, four different LTUs I've attended. I've been out to California twice in Pasadena. I went to Denver and then this year in St. Louis. At each of these, Canada's committed to sending members to uh, share in our ideas because it is where we're going to be able to, to have those different ideas come forward. So if someone wants to reach out to you to find out more about what JCI Canada is doing or more about what's going on on the international level, what's a way that they can get in contact with you? So we're very active on social. So we have Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's going to be the way where you can find us if you're just uh, casually browsing through and, and have some time. If you want to know more, you can email Canada at jci.cc if you want to send that and we'll get back to you with different requests. If you know of people that are moving to Canada, or if we have Canadians coming there, it's also a great sense to say, let's make that introduction. Okay. And then I just have one more thing I have to ask you, because I don't know how much you've listened to the podcast, but we end them all the same way. So you have to give us your best wolf pack howl. Well, I was here with Steve uh, from Michigan today, and uh, now that the wolf pack has gone cross country, and we heard you on the other side of the border. <laughs> so we'll sign off today and say, Ooh. Great. Thank you so much, President Gresvin. Thank you, Emily. Thanks for listening, JCI USA. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Howl Time. Remember, if there's something that you want to hear about, if you know an amazing chapter or a great project out there that you think should be highlighted, reach out to me and let me know about it. I can be reached by email at enock, that's E-N-O-C-K, at jciusa.org. Until next week, JCI, I'll howl at you later.